Welcome to the Square Peg Show for July 27th, 2015. I'm Jesse. I'm Brandon. And I'm Mike. And today we got a couple things for you. We got a movie crazy rundown with Brandon. We got a couple movie rants with Michael. So, August movies. Yeah, there, August 2015. There's a lot. Not a whole lot of promise, though, in my opinion. Dude, uh, for all the trailers that I've seen, I have not seen very much that I'm very right. interested um, in. For any all. anime fans out there, on August 4th, there's a limited release, a theatrical release of Dragon Ball Z Resurrection F, which uh, is the return of Frieza. Uh, that should be pretty good. It's been kind of hyped up in Japan for quite a while. So we'll see how that goes. If I can just throw one thing in there, guys, just just come in after the intermission because they'll all be screaming up until then, and then hopefully some fights will happen. This one is being done by Akira Toriyama, so I, I have hopes. <laughs> um, all right, I know jack shit about Dragon Ball Z, but mm. I'm curious. Do you guys like subtitle or dub more? I prefer dubs because most times that I'm watching anime, it's off to the side on Netflix yes. while I'm doing something else. Because usually they're just like standing in one spot and screaming, and you know I can do other stuff yeah, while they're doing it's, that. It's one of those things I, I always prefer... Because I'm like mild ADD, so I always like to have it kind of off in the background where I can pay attention to it when I need to. Yeah. Ah, okay. um, with going back to the August movies, um, Friday, August 7th, there's four main nationwide releases. Uh, that is The New Fantastic Four, mm. uh, The Gift, Ricky and the Flash, and Sean the Sheep movie. <laughs> nice. Yeah. What are so, these movies? Tommy will be happy so about Fantastic that. Fantastic Four is obviously based off Marvel's uh, long-running oh, superhero. We, we know this one. <laughs> yeah, it um, centers around four young outsiders, so this is very, very early on. Um, I don't have a whole lot of hope for this movie based off the trailer. No. It seems it seems really cliche and really kind of... Dude, the thing's probably, running around with no pants. They probably threw it together just to keep the movie right. Yeah, it, that's that's what they did with the, with the first one. Stan Lee said they took like $1.75 and made a movie so they'd keep the rights. Mr. Fantastic. Yeah, with, with, his, Mr. with his stupid oh, hand waving out of the not, car. Oh, yeah. We'll, have, so to, we'll have to pick a full day where we all watch the original I'll be Fantastic honest, Four I'd rather watch movie. the original than this one coming like out. Like the one that came out in the 80s? Yeah. All right, we, we'll, we'll, I'd we rather need, watch we need it to all watch that. And any of the ones that they've come out with so far. Yeah, so that's well, Fantastic When it comes Four. to the one coming up in August, I'm pretty interested in it, going to see it. It um, could work. I know this is the dissenting voice on the square peg show. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Are you excited to see this movie, Mike? I'm not. I wouldn't use the word excited. <laughs> I am cautiously interested in it. Yeah, it, it has potential. I like the trailers for. It. I like I like that Reed Richards is twenty something. Twenty something. Yeah, it has it has potential. I, I, think I don't want to I don't want to dismiss it just because out of some kind of like loyalty to Marvel Studios. No, not or at something. all. Not at all. It's basically giving me a good enough reason to at least go in and see it. Unless it gets totally bashed by the critics, then then I'm going to check it out. Honestly, all right, uh, like spirit apprehenders, I'm I'm against because. <laughs> Because because of what it's doing, but Fantastic Four, I'm honestly against because the trailer looked bad. I don't it think looked it looks bad. horrible to me. I think it looks like perfectly fine. I've been a fan of the Fantastic Four mm-hmm. uh, since I was a kid, so it looked like it was emphasizing the science kind of part of it. Yes, if the thing is not wearing pants, that <laughs> could be a problem. Big orange dork. And I've been listening to the Square Picture while I was gone. This is my <laughs> second regular episode. Can I just digress real quick? Yes. <laughs> Let me digress. Please. Ghostbusters. Brandon's a bit more reasonable on this. Oh. Um, but come on, Jesse. <laughs> what? At least wait for a trailer before you say you need to burn something down to the ground. <laughs> no. No, I will not. Before you pull out your Zippo. No, no, no. That's all I'm saying. Because I, I, like, no. I like Paul Fagg as a director. Mm-hmm. He did a, a series for Yahoo Screen called Other Space. Mm-hmm. And it's a sci-fi comedy. And I feel like it mixes sci-fi and comedy pretty well. Now, I don't think we, you and I had discussed about Ghostbusters before, and yes. I don't think they should ever do another movie. But yeah, if they not. are, 
they Paul, should call it Spirit Apprehenders. If they are, Paul Feig is one of the top five directors. I could I could say really, well, yeah. Why not? You know. Hmm. So anyway, you have a lot more faith than I do, sir. I do have a lot more faith, and it's in a weird position where I'm doing Square Peg Show for three years, and then I, all of a sudden I'm a listener, and I'm like, this is bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> I can't say anything. I'm just listening. I'm outside the bubble. So I just I, I thank you guys for giving me a minute to rant. Not a problem. Uh, okay. let, let me get back on track All right, here. Thank you very much. Um, after that, there's a movie coming out um, called The Gift, starring uh, Joel Edgerton and Jason Bateman. Oh. Which Jason Bateman yeah. should be pretty good. Jason Bateman plays a character named Simon with his wife, Robin, played by Rebecca Hall, uh, who are going with their life as planned until something comes up revealing stuff about their past. A wiener. So it may be a wiener. I'm but this a uh, is apparently kind of a thriller-type movie, so it's going to be Jason Bateman in slightly a more serious role than what we've seen him in in the past. Yeah. So that could be interesting. Right. After that, we have Ricky and the Sheep. Uh, starring Meryl Streep, where she is a guitar heroine who made a world of mistakes as she follows her dream of rock and roll. I saw the trailer for this. It looks like dog shit. It does look like absolute hey, dog shit. Hey, hey, have some faith. <laughs> <laughs> Let's flip the script on you here, Mike. Uh, after that, we yes, have um, Sean the Sheep movie, which is looks to be done by the same group that did Wallace and Wallace Gromit. And Gromit yeah. So it's going to be a stop uh, stop motion Tommy tone. who's actually been on the show before is actually he's told me about it. He's like you should watch Shaun the Sheep and I'm like what, really? You want me to watch this weird claymation thing? And he's like yeah, it's hilarious. Yeah, I'm like I'm totally xenophobic right. over my claymation. I'm like these British people, I don't know. Yeah, but this 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 is <laughs> I don't know at this point I'm like British people are the only ones who can do claymation this, at this point. But this is a feature length that's getting a nationwide release. I I guess so, my point was that there's sometimes I don't understand the humor that they're going for right with no it's, it's wacky shit yeah, for yeah. sure but you know wallace and grama i'll watch that right. that's right that's, 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 chicken so that, run that, all right could be good um the week after that we got four more movies two of which could be pretty good uh first up are is underdogs which is a movie <laughs> about a foosball table coming to life i was about to say didn't they already make a movie about underdog no this this is a foosball <laughs> table that comes to life to settle an old soccer grudge oh my god well See is it like Michael there. Bay CG? No, no, this, no, that, no, no. They made that movie. It was called Kung Fu Soccer, Shaolin Soccer, and that movie was amazing. Yeah, Shaolin Soccer. <laughs> uh, next up would be Return to Sender, which has Rosamund Pike and uh, Shiloh Fernandez oh. and Nick Nolte. Rosamund Pike was the awesome uh, Gone Girl actress. So like yes, her. that made me have trust issues for the rest of my life. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, with this she movie. Played that- Great. Yeah, Rosamund Pike plays a town nurse that falls victim to uh, life-altering events when she goes on a blind date who isn't who he says he is. So I've done that. That could be kind it of could, interesting. It's yeah. another suspense psychological thriller, which Rosamund Pike does pretty well, and I kind of want to see where Nick Nolte fits into all this because he can be a little crazy sometimes. <laughs> uh, then It'd the be two- the Nolte versus Pike yeah. crazy off. And then Gary Busey shows up. Ooh, yeah. I'd pay, I, I'd pay to see that. Yes. Movie. Uh, then the two movies that I'm actually looking forward to is The Man from Uncle, um, starring uh, Army Hammer, Alicia Vikander, Henry Cavill, mm-hmm. uh, who has done some really good work, and Hugh Grant. Uh, and this is based off a 1960s TV show called The Man from Uncle, mm-hmm. which stands for United Network Command for Law and Enforcement. That was a sitcom or a drama? It, it was a, It was kind of like a remember. Mission Impossible type yeah. thing during the 1960s uh, spy TV series type. Like I you think, have a phone in your shoe type thing? Right. It's going to be, you know, Uncle. Like much. The Man from Uncle centers around CIA agent Solo, played by Cavill, and a KGB agent, uh, Kiryakin, who's played by Army Hammer. Um, so that is something that could be really good. Um, so wait, the, I, the dude's name is Army Hammer? Yes, Army Hammer. 
God, I wish I had that name. Holy crap. <laughs> Army Hammer, P.I. What's yeah. your name, honey? I'm Army Hammer. Well, he, he's done some good work. Bringing um, the hammer down. <laughs> he, yeah. You know, you know he has bedroom jokes for himself. You know that. Oh, yeah. How uh, he has to. Uh, but <laughs> he's, he's, hammer time. He's done the some Army decent work. The Army is invading right now. <laughs> um, he's, he's been in J. Edgar and in The Social Network, mm. so he's, he's got some acting chops behind him. But yeah, I think they're kind of doing like a revival of the 1960s like heavy action yeah. spy thing, like what they've been doing with uh, with Mission Impossible. They've run out of mo- ideas for the 80s and 70s. Right. So. Um, Which seems to kind of like either succeed or, or crash throughout the exactly. past 20 years. Exactly. Mission Impossible, I think Tom Cruise is about to do number five. Number f- yeah, Rogue Nation. Yeah. So that's one of the su- successes, but yeah. they've also tried to relaunch other spy stuff that hasn't gone anywhere. Exactly. Um, so yeah. it, it's, it's kind of hit or miss. Um, there's some good actors. We'll have to see what happens. Uh, the fourth movie and last movie coming out that week that I want to talk about is Straight Outta Compton, which mm. is the NWA biopic uh, that deals with like Ice Cube, DJ Ren, Easy E, right. Dr. Dre, and their like kind of rise to fame and all the legal troubles that they had. Are they actually in the film? Um, they are, I believe, working with executive pro- like executive producing it. Um, Ice Cube's son plays Ice Cube. Gotcha. Okay. And I was about to say that because them dudes are old. Right. Yeah. They, they <laughs> that are would be old. awesome. And then geriatric rapping. Yes. <laughs> exactly. Uh, but then they have Paul Giamatti is playing their producer. So awesome. Paul Giamatti has done some good work. I love all Paul the time. Giamatti. And all then, the time. But then, I love that. But guy. then he also did Sideways. So it, what? You didn't like Sideways? Google the shitty movie about wine, and Sideways is the top movie that pops up. Okay. All right. Wait. 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 We have we have to stop right now. <laughs> we have to stop right now. Sideways was a great movie. I, I agree. I, I did not like it. Oh my god! But I you realize like you're in the minority. I am the minority. <laughs> I, I am the dissenting Most voice. Most people regard Sideways it, as a to, great to movie. To me, it was the shitty movie about wine. Wow. <laughs> With Look, the guy that plays Sandman and Sandra O. If you're going to, like, point out the thing that ruined Paul Giamatti's career, you could go far worse than yes. Sideways. I could talk yes. about Spider-Man too. <laughs> what? Which is, you know, rhino. The, yeah. the Russian rhino. Oh, yeah. no, I know. I'm just right. saying that was not a bad movie either. It wasn't, but I think you mean in terms of, like, Look, performance. If, if you want to talk about the worst thing I've ever seen him in was, like, there was a kid's movie where he got dyed in blue. Oh, no, I, I'm sorry. His the worst Howard movie Stern was movie. Uh, Tim Burton's Planet of the Apes. Oh, luckily I didn't see that. There we go. He, yeah. <laughs> this Who, is probably too long of a discussion, but I actually enjoyed that movie. <laughs> that is, you know, we will Kevin just, Smith will be very I'm upset the only with you. I know. You know, we'll just we'll have to do a reboot episode. Okay, okay. We'll, let's just do a Paul that. Giamatti episode. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of reboots, yes. Friday, August twenty first, Hitman Agent Forty Seven, based off the Hitman video games. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is a video game franchise being turned into movie, not being done by Uwe Boll. Yay. So there's a chance. Uh, but yeah, it follows around an elite assassin who was genetically engineered to be the perfect killing machine. Ube Bowl was in the news like a month ago. Mm-hmm. Tell, well, because he told crowdfunding to fuck off. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. right, yeah. Because he tried to crowdfund some new movie and he got nowhere because he's made nothing but absolute but dog shit. shit. Except for his boxing matches. Except for his celebrity boxing matches. Ube Bowl is the Donald Trump of entertainment. He really is. Pretty much, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I, I'm sure some of the movies are good. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, they're not. After that, we have Sinister 2, um, which stars... Tate Ellington, Shannon Sossaman, actors that don't really have a whole lot. So it is a sequel to The Shocking Events of the First Sinister, which I've never heard of. So we'll see what happens with that. (laughs) Uh, Protective mother and her nine-year-old son find themselves in a royal household marked for death. Sinister 2, far too sinister. Yeah, if Mr. Sinister doesn't show up, <laughs> that's the only way I care about this. Well, d- then we have another Marvel tie-in. We'll bring <laughs> yes, into that do. later. Uh, that same week, we also have American Ultra, Jesse Heisenberg, Topher Grace, Kristen Stewart, and Uma Thurman, and Bill Pullman. Did you guys uh, see the Jesse Eisenberg quote from Comic-Con? No. No. He said something like, um, Comic-Con to him, because so many people were screaming at him during it, was some kind of genocide. <laughs> <laughs> it's... 
That's how he, that's what he thought of Comic Con. So I don't know if he was going uh, meta for Lex <laughs> Luthor to make everybody hate him as a supervillain. But I don't know. Which, I just thought that was a funny quote. Weird. And, and in this movie, like for the poster, he has his long Lex Luthor hair. So yeah. maybe he just grew it out and just kept going. Yeah. With it. Uh, I, like one, it. I did not like the way he looked in that. No. Batman it's an action. No. It's an action comedy. Um, Eisenberg is a like hapless, unmotivated, unmotivated stoner. Uh, with his living girlfriend, played by Stewart, who maybe she'll have emotion. Is this Kristen Stewart? Mm, no. Yes. Uh, whose life is turned upside down. Um, unbeknownst to him, Mike Eisenberg is a highly trained lethal sleeper agent. <laughs> <laughs> we need what? to see this movie. Well, yes, we do ne- actually need to go see this movie. I think it's going to be really good. It's to be good. Then the last week of August... It's going to be completely dead. Yeah. We have Max Steel, which is based off of the um, CG kids show. Yeah. Uh, this kid, his family. Not to be confused with Mad Max or Max the Vietnam Dog movie. Or Real no. Steel. No, this is all Max Steel. He's some 16-year-old kid who finds a piece of alien tech and confused with it and make himself like Iron Man. It's, yeah, kind of a rip off of that. Right on. Uh, then we have Regression, which has Ethan Hawke and Emma Watson in it. Both pretty good actors. Yeah. And that has to do with... Detective Bruce Kenner, played by Hawk, investigates the case of Angela, played by Emma Watson, whose father has committed some unspeakable crime. And there's just a, it's kind of a crime drama type thing. Well, there's a lot of regressing happening. A lot of regression, <laughs> yeah. There, there may be some hypnosis, who knows. And the last one is We Are Your Friends. The only two names worth uh, mentioning are Zach Efron, who I'm sure his shirt is going to come off. Yep. And Emily Radishkowski, who was the naked chick in the Blurred Lines music video. Hmm. So oh, we have yeah. that to look forward to. Uh, but We Are Your Friends, it's... Uh, I like her. It's like what it's about what it takes to find your voice. So this is a feel good movie <laughs> to close off the summer where you probably felt like shit from all the crappy movies that wow. you've had to sit through. So many Other, reasons to be excited about August movies. <laughs> but the only two that I'm looking forward to are Man from Uncle and Straight Outta Compton. Fantastic. Four. That's it. well, well, <laughs> like I said, the only two I'm looking forward to. All right, all right, all right. So that's the August movie rundown. There's a couple of limited releases that are coming out. But nothing really worth mentioning. Yeah. A couple of com- coming of age and comedy movies, and that's it. Yeah. Wow. That was... This is a lackluster summer. That was a big, that was a big list of poop, as yeah. far as I'm concerned. That's, that's a whole lot of shit. <laughs> a big pile of shit. As a, as a quick interject, uh, actually, I just saw parts of, or most of, the Jennifer Anderson movie, Cake. Did you guys see this at all? I haven't I, seen it. No, it's the first okay. I've heard of it. Uh, I, didn't really, I didn't really get a chance to sit down and watch all of it from beginning to end, but I saw most of it. And I just want to say something really quick, is that you know the Jennifer Anderson that I'm used to was not present in this film at all. It seemed like one of those things where she just kind of wanted to stretch out a little bit, get into something that kind of outside of her comfort zone. Get the Oscar. And she did it well. Oh, good. Really? Holy crap. Because she, she's playing a character who deals with, um, like, physical and emotional constant pain all the time. Like, chron- like chronic pain? Chronic, yes. I mean, she, she was in some sort of car accident. Someone she knew died. So she's, you know, she's popping pills all the time. She can barely walk. You know, when she's in a car, she can't drive. When she's in a car, she's laying down in the seat kind of thing. Is- uh, but, like, just, just the expressions on her face, you know, when she's in pain all the time is very, very convincing. So, I mean, if yeah. you watch the movie not so much for the story, you know, it, yeah. it may it may appeal to you, it may not. But her performance was great. Um, and I just really looked was. it up. That movie actually came out January this year at yeah. a limited release. Mm-hmm. So, uh, if you want to check it out, that, that movie's out there. It, it, yeah. 
it well, felt it felt very uh, very indie kind of. But yeah, you know, I mean, I've I've been always been a fan of Jennifer Aniston. I know mm-hmm. the tabloids hate her somewhere between Obama and Hitler, but <laughs> so, somewhere in there in that small little sliver. Yes, That's, there's a very small spectrum apparently. But I think that she's a good actress. I've always liked another indie movie she did called The Good Girl, which mm-hmm. I thought was good. Um, mm-hmm. I, I I did not see Cake. I know it's on Netflix. Yeah, Netflix always gets me. Uh, I mean, I'm always more likely to try a movie if it's sure. on Netflix. Yeah. Sure. But yeah, I mean, it just just for her performance is, I would highly recommend it. Awesome. So, Mike. Yes, I wanted to man. have a uh, kind of a quick segment too to talk about movies in general. Um, you know, back in, I mean, we were just talking about Oscar season back in November, December. I I went and I saw like four Oscar movies before they were nominated for Oscars, and none of them really excited me that much. Mm. I just sat down and rewatched. I got two movies from Redbox. One was Birdman, which actually wound up winning the 2015 Oscar for yep. Best Picture. Mm-hmm. Which and was a really good and very, very well shot movie. Yeah. You've seen it? Yes. You've both seen it? Amazing. Great. And I thought it was great, too, but I was disappointed on the second viewing because while I think the direction and the way they went through everything was just fine, I mm. realized on the second viewing that the story was not like... I mean, this guy is basically just grappling with the idea that I'm not famous enough. Right. And it's kind of hard to be sympathetic with that when he's – I think part of it was kind of like he's looking at uh, life the wrong way, mm-hmm. you know? So I'm watching this De- – Dealing with a character's self-loathing. Yeah. So if you're in the mood to watch something about self-loathing, it's great. And I, and like I said, the direction is great when they're going up and down the hallways. The entire thing mm-hmm. is more or less a continuous – I mean, it's not truly a right. continuous, but, but it, it's made to be. It gives a the appearance shot, of yeah. being a continuous shot, and I think the crafts, craftsmanship of the direction was amazing. But then I put that down, and then I put in something that's completely silly next that I got from Redbox, which was Kingsman: The Secret Service. Yes, and I don't think either of you have seen this yet. No, no, I, I have. I've been meaning to watch oh it, my God. but it I made have me not. Reali- remember what I love about movies. <laughs> I know that sounds like a grandiose <laughs> statement, but. It's so over-the-top ridiculous in a charming, campy way Mm -hmm. that i got to give it props that all they're trying to do is two hours of escapism. They're not trying to do any kind of themes, any kind of heavy issues. They're just trying to make you laugh and make you amazed by the action scenes. And it has some killer action scenes. Matthew Vaughn, who directed this, also directed... The Kick-Ass movies, which I haven't seen, and X-Men First Class. Yes. And he is a kick-ass director. <laughs> yeah. like, I, I remember really wanting to see this movie because it has Colin Firth, who's a really great actor, yeah. Samuel L. Jackson, Michael Caine, and Mark Hamill yeah. are all in this movie. Mark Hamill, only yeah. a cameo role. Right, it's, it's sure. a cameo role, but it's Mark Hamill is still in this movie. Yeah. So <laughs> Sam I, Jackson, been... one of the best roles I've ever seen him in. Um, really? Yeah. And uh, Colin Firth, has he's fantastic. This is based on the Mark Miller and Dave Gibbons graphic novel. Dave Gibbons is also the artist on Watchmen. Mm-hmm. So anyway, that's kind of the background of what it's adapted from. And if anybody just wants to enjoy the power of pure movie escapism, yeah, watch this movie. You you had some reservations about it. I, I did. I mean, based on the trailer, but it, they they weren't really based on much. It was just okay. like you know, this maybe appeals to me, maybe not. Okay. So but I, if 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 you're telling me it's one of those you can kind of just sit down and shut your brain off and just em- yeah. enjoy it, then you know, I, it's I would so definitely silly. watch that. And if and it's the kind of thing where like there's plot holes among plot holes, but <laughs> if, yeah. if you're enjoying yourself, the plot holes don't matter. Right. Yeah. They do not matter. And that, that that's my thing. If, if if it's one of those things that that tries to play it too straight or takes itself too seriously, then I would have a lot of issues with it. But yeah. the way the way it sounds, that the way you're describing it is that it doesn't really take itself too seriously. 
and it just kind of plays around with being a movie. Yeah. So, you know, you can enjoy it that way. So that's what I was thinking about. When I'm watching a serious movie like Birdman and a very silly movie like Kingsman, and I'm honestly enjoying Kingsman more than Birdman, Birdman <laughs> I'm thinking to myself, what is happening? <laughs> so... That was my kind of takeaway from movies lately. I, I think that kind of depends on what you're looking for. Whether whether yeah. you want something to Apples think about, really. what, what, yeah. whether you want something to think about or something you just want to watch. Right. Like that's kind of the difference between like your like regular drama and then just like a popcorn flick. Yeah. Sure. Like whether you want to like think about the motivations behind the characters or you're just <laughs> be like, hey, I punched that guy. <laughs> but I'm seriously thinking, is the popcorn better? And sometimes it really is. I think sometimes it, I think it really be, depends absolutely. on your mood. Like yeah. I, I think if you watch them back to back, it's it's yeah. like it leads to a, uh, a weird dichotomy in your brain that kind of gets exactly. hard to resolve. Yes. And I mean, and that, that's what I said about stuff like Pacific Rim. I, you know, the, the adult in me is like, you know, okay, this, yeah, this, is, this, robots, is, stupid, this is stupid, whatever. My, my nine-year-old is like, dude, this is the best shit I've ever seen in my life, and that's why I love that movie. The so, nine year, nine-year-old inside yourself. Sure, yes, yes, yes I'm not, old. Not the one that's over there. That just got really weird. Anyway... <laughs> um, <laughs> so now on that so, so note, edit, edit. So taking a Pacific Rim into account, can we get a good Voltron movie? Come on, please. Can we get please get a good Voltron please movie? Please, God. Anyway, guys, we're probably gonna go ahead and wrap it up. I know we talked about uh, some Marvel stuff. We promised some Marvel stuff this this episode. It's probably gonna have to be on the next episode. Oh yeah, I, I, but yeah, did we I go long. So. We, oh, we went. Yeah, yeah. It's all it's all good though. Because okay. you know what, we actually have a few more things that we need to, to check out news wise before we get back to you on that. So, Great, guys. Check us out next week, and we promise we'll be talking about Marvel stuff. We are going to be talking about a lot of Marvel stuff. You know stuff. what? You're probably tired of hearing us talk about Marvel stuff at this point. <laughs> but you know what? There's so much that's already happened and so yeah. much more coming they're, out that it just news, needs man. to be talked about. They're, naked, they're making news. So, guys, thank you so much for being here with us, and we will catch you next time. Later. Hey, guys, just a quick reminder that if any of you would like to be on the show, suggest topics for the show, or just have questions or comments, please let us know at squarepegshow at gmail.com or on our website, squarepegshow.com. You can also follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and subscribe to us on iTunes. So until next time, guys, be square. Did you see the film Trading Places? No. How about Nikita? Pretty woman? All right. My point is that the lack of a silver spoon has set you on a certain path, but you needn't stay on it. If you're prepared to adapt and learn, you can transform. Oh, like in My Fair Lady. <laughs>